Hi everyone, we're very excited for you to listen to the second season of Floodlight, where we speak to more amazing people who are as passionate about fighting modern slavery as we are. Now before you dive into our episodes with loads of incredible guests, we thought it would be helpful to clarify what exactly is modern slavery, and just how serious a problem it really is. Here is a quick explainer of modern slavery and also how the anti-slavery collective came to be. Slavery can be defined as the commodification of people for the purpose of exploiting them for financial gain. And modern slavery really restricts one's freedom through the use of coercion or um, physical force or sometimes psychological force. So, so ultimately vulnerable people that are being treated as commodities. Yes, and modern slavery happens everywhere and anywhere. You'd be genuinely surprised. It affects women, it affects men and it affects children of all ages. And modern slavery, really interestingly, is an $150 billion industry and it's one of the fastest growing forms of international crime. I mean, second only to the arms trade. Once we understand how slavery connects to our lives, we start realising that it's actually the clothes we wear, it's in the food we eat, it's the items we buy and the services we purchase. So how can you check? How do you know if it's impacting your life and where and how? There's a Modern Slavery Footprint website which shows you how your lifestyle choices are connected to slavery, giving people the knowledge and power to become more of an ethical consumer because sometimes it's just impossible to know. And awareness of modern slavery allows people to spot indicators of where slavery may be occurring in their local communities. So there are so many resources out there that can help you spot and report the signs of modern slavery. And for example, here in the UK, you can actually reach out to the Modern Slavery Helpline for any advice. But take a look in our show notes and you'll be able to see loads more resources and any help you might need. We first became aware of modern slavery, you know, back 2012, in, was it? Back in 2012, when we went to Calcutta and we met the incredible Aloka Mitra, who introduced us really to trafficking or modern slavery as a, as a whole. And I, I remember at the age of 21, I had no idea that slavery even existed in our lifetime, let alone in our continent, let alone in our country or in, even in our city of London. Yeah, and I think when we went to Calcutta, when we met um, these incredible young women who Aloka had rescued from being trafficked, she'd taught them how to print on fabrics and, and given them a vocational skill that they then, you know... Um, sold their products, earned a wage from it, gave themselves independence and freedom and, and a right to sort of live again. Um, and it meant that all of a sudden, you know, they, this, is what, this is what they could do to be free. And we always say that there was that moment that you cannot unsee what you've seen or you can't unhear what you've heard. And we came back to London as two young 20-something-year-olds and we made it our mission just to learn as much as we could about modern slavery. And we would bang down the door of anyone who would talk to us. We became like private investigators, just horrified by what we'd seen and experienced and desperate to learn as much as we could. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, and it took us sort of four or five years of just learning and working in the field to figure out how two young girls like us could make a difference. And every now we're quite old girls. Now we're trying. <laughs> oh, is that what happens when you're in your 30s? Um, and I remember we always used to say after every meeting, what can two girls like us do to help? And the answer without fail was raise awareness. So it was pretty 
easy in a way mm. because our mission was so clear to set up the anti-slavery collective whose mission is to raise awareness of human trafficking as a global epidemic. Yeah. And I think going back to coming back to the UK and being investigators, you know, we all of a sudden found out that there's the Independent Slavery Commissioner who works separate to government. And we went and met with him and we went and met with charities. And they even took us to a safe house for the first time. And that was so eye-opening for us because mm. it was our first experience of trafficking in England yeah. and in the UK. And we learned the fact of there is someone being trafficked from within a mile of where you live. And, and, like, and people can be trafficked from within the UK to the UK. To the UK. It doesn't even need to be across borders. Yeah. And that, that safe house that we went to, we met, you know, the incredible Seema, who literally became our sort of, you know, guiding light, really. You know, we set mm. up the collective Very to much help. with her in mind. Yeah. And the fact that we got there that day and she goes, you guys are amazing. Or I want to do what you're doing. And I have, I'm a survivor of trafficking. I've been through it since a very young age. Now I want to go and help people. And I think for us, that was like, well, yeah. done deal then Savory Collective has to be where we go forward. We don't want to reinvent the wheel. We want this charity to be something where we tell people about our mission, but we want other charities to, to gain recognition. We want people in the field who've been working for so many years to be able to spread their message wider and us to be a floodlight or a, a foghorn <laughs> or shine a light on the positivity of what can happen when anyone really puts their mind to, to changing the planet. And I think collective also was such an important word because we believe that two heads are better than one. If we're going to affect any kind of real change in our lifetimes, we have to work together. And that's not just within the charity sector, working with other NGOs, but how can we work with businesses and government and law enforcement and academics? And if everyone comes together and works together, we're far more likely to affect substantial change. Yeah, and I think... Also just allowing people to know that they can be mini abolitionists or, you know, you can you can look at what you're doing in your life and, and try and pay it forward, help yeah. that person that you think might be in trouble or, or not, or just make good decisions, you know. I think the collective, we always inspire each other to do the same. So yeah. we should continue that. Absolutely. And it's it's such an important me message. No matter who you are, you can everyone can do their part and everyone can make a change and hopefully that's what this podcast series will inspire people to do if you need any more information about modern slavery or the anti-slavery collective have a look in the episode notes for loads of useful links and resources we hope you enjoy season two Floodlight is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.